Chapter 1 In Which I Lose Mother I remember the day we left. We were living in Cincinnati, in a two-story white house across the street from Holy Name School. Big Papa and Uncle Gene drove up to our house one day in July. Mother wasn't home. Daddy spread a sheet on the floor, pulled out drawers, and dumped our clothes inside. Then he tied the sheet up and threw it in the back end of Big Papa's black Studebaker. We couldn't take my puppy, Daddy said. We could just take the clothes. Not my big bride doll, either. We all crowded into the car, and Uncle Gene drove us fast, out of Cincinnati, into the countryside, across the river, on a small railroad bridge with no rails, on across the state line to Kentucky, on towards Louisiana. I left a room of my own and my own bed with my patent leather shoes neatly tucked under. I left my box of secrets in its hiding place. I was nine years old. I didn't see my mother again until I graduated from college. We children were not told where our mother was or why she became so absolutely absent from our lives. Later we learned she had been sent to a mental hospital. We didn't ask about her, and now I wonder why. Perhaps we sensed from our father's troubled eyes that the past was best left behind. Reasoning that things were the way they were because of some kind of unspoken necessity, we followed blindly, trusting our caretakers, as children are wont to do. But of course, a mother cannot be left behind. Something is missing. What is it? I always felt awkward and unfinished, unworthy of love, suspicious of affection offered. My mother's absence became a great presence in my life.